Rule Radio, where dogs rule, cats are king. Status symbol of choice is that squeaky toy. You got it on sale, but it's their favorite toy, huh? Dog oh, father yeah. Joey Volani is working his way into the studio for his second week. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Bobby Hill with news. Animal communicator Joey Turner. Pet travel expert Susan Sims with more giveaways. Party animal Vinnie Penn. Britt Savage. Judy screening those calls right now. I'm Hal Abrams. What a big staff we have. No kidding. I didn't realize We're that. We're huge. And that doesn't include all the animals that we have. We got Ladybug over here. We got uh, Boog. We've got Cody. And I'm sorry, I keep calling Cody a girl, but Cody's a boy. Thank He's you. He's going to explain that to you later after the show, Hal. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> and Slater. <laughs> And uh, we're all here. We do this every week. If this is your first week, hey, welcome to Animal Radio. We're here to answer your questions or just shoot the about stuff animal. with you. Yeah. Welcome to the asylum, folks. I understand Tiger Woods is in the news, Bobby. He is. Is he? What did he do this time? Is he not? Oh, is he back in rehab? What's he in rehab for? He's got so many things that he has to rehab. I'm sorry. You know what? It wasn't Tiger Woods. It was Michael Vick. Michael Vick's oh, in the news. How could you get those two confused? I have no idea. Hal, uh, <laughs> what are you smoking? You know, they, and that stuff hasn't been legalized yet. Knock it off. I have Tiger Woods on my mind here. It was Michael Vick that uh, I was seeing is in the news. He's going to uh, unclothe himself. Is that correct? He has been, I swear to you, it's true, offered to pose bare beam and buck naked in Playgirl magazine and Playgirl's uh, thoughts on this is he'll then donate the money to pet charities. Oh. Uh-huh. Okay. We'll tell you all about it coming up. We'll see. 1-866-405-8405 or you can uh, email us during the week at yourvoice at animalradio.com. We also have that Twitty thing going on that you can tweet us if you want. <laughs> what? I don't know <laughs> On the that online I... internet thingamajigger, right? It's yeah. not going to stick around, so I'm not <laughs> investing my time in learning it about, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. if someone wants to yeah. follow you tweeting at uh, Twitter, it's Twitter, right? Twitter? Tweeting? It's Come on, Twitter now. and we're Animal Radio and each and Every week we pick up more and more wonderful people that follow us. We're like we're now like up to one forty four, which you know that it's all about the numbers. One hundred and forty four thousand followers. Wow, that's pretty good. Because Craig Ferguson, he no, has only eighty thousand. We're better than him. No, yeah, what? How, no, just just one hundred and forty four. No just, thousand. Just one hundred forty four followers. Just three digits. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's better than nothing. But they're nice people. Now, what kind of things do you tweet them? We do lots of retweeting of him. Stop it. I was drinking my margarita here. Okay. And it's you green. Know. And it was St. Patrick's Day green margarita. Thank you. Thank you. All right. little, little color, it, folks. Doesn't hurt. Doesn't no, it doesn't. disturb the tequila one bit. <laughs> <laughs> we retweet lots of stuff from uh, people who do animal blogs with animal uh, information, uh, information about pets. And we also remind people that, you know, well, when it was Valentine's Day last month, Chocolates are good for your sweetie, but not for your pet. So we do little tips and tidbits, and also when something stupid and funny happens, then we just sort of join in. Oh, well, very cool. I'm going to have to check it out. Maybe you can show me after the show how that whole Tweety thing uh-huh, works. Sure, Hal. I'll show you how fire works, too. <laughs> so that's uh, twitter.com uh, slash animal radio, huh? That, I'm going to check it out during the commercial break coming up here. <laughs> I will. I promise this time. I feel okay. You know what? Let's face it. I I still have my eight track player, my eight track cart machine oh that I still play uh, my uh, favorite. You still have a record carts. player There's too. There's a huh? Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, the, the soundtrack to that movie, and I listen to that every day on my eight track. So, and you guys Bert make fun Bert of Backrack fan. Yes, are you? I am big Burt Backrack fan. Oh, I know. <laughs> Just so sad. 
What? You've actually you're already decorating your uh, your little booth for St. Patty's Day. I see over there. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's turning. We go from one drinking holiday to the next in my booth. <laughs> We're blue and the year is sort of plotted out because what drinking holiday comes after St. Patrick's Day? Sacred Mile. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Hey, this is Caesar Milan. When I'm not doing the dog whisper, I'm listening to Animal Radio. Stay balanced. This is Animal Radio. Welcome all. It's Animal Radio. You lucky dog. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. And uh, let's see. Dog father Joey Villani eating the donuts. Bobby Hill working on news. Animal communicator Joey Turner. I really shouldn't make fun of him, especially on air. I know. He's going to hear this. He weighs, what, he's 265? He admits this now. Yeah, it's not, not like I'm giving tall. anything away. He's, he's not real tall. He's kind of big. He's got big arms. And uh, when you put a little kitty in there or a little dog, he <laughs> looks... It's kind of cute. It's kind of adorable. He's now part of the Animal Radio Zoo crew, and we welcome him. He's working on a brand new TV show. And uh, let's see. Who else? We got uh, Bobby, who's uh, she's doing a lot of extra work. She did background this week for an FX show. Hey, you gotta you got to hold cool. these little other jobs if you want to be in Animal Radio. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't yeah. I feel like I'm slacking. You know, here I am just going out for fun. And yeah, you went out skiing. <laughs> well, what was that about? Uh, but uh, you're, you're back and you're refreshed. And, and frankly, uh, you deserve it because you work very hard. A uh, very high-pressure job you have taking care yeah, well, of animals. Well, thank you. Thank you. I feel like I got the, the uh, yellow slip now I'm <laughs> for a minute to go. But, yeah, it is a great way to refresh. And, you know, I think in any profession, whatever you do, it's just time to get away or spend a little time petting your babies, your dogs, kitties, and uh, find that good mindset. Yourself. On today's show is Ann Leary. No, this isn't Timothy Leary's uh, sister. This, this is Dennis Leary's wife. Wife, yes. boy, I I lost Judy there. I must, that must have been an age thing there. When I said <laughs> Timothy Leary, that's, yeah. I guess that was 1960, 66 or I'm showing my age there. Anyway, you lost me too there, Hal. Sorry. <laughs> and Leary, who's uh, very in her own right, I got to say, she's not. She should just keep her first maiden name. Is what I'm saying. Because really, she doesn't need the Dennis Leary. Yeah, she, she doesn't need, need the, the Leary. She's part. a very talented writer, a blog writer, as well as a book writer. She has uh, her last book. I remember Outtakes of Marriage was very, very funny. She's mm-hmm. a very funny woman. She'll be joining us in just a few minutes. Do you like Dennis Leary at all, there, Doc? Do you, do you see his show? What is that called? Rescue Me on FX. You know, I am, I don't see that, but I have seen you know his different comedy uh, along the way, some of the different specials, and I and I think he's hilarious, especially you know here in Vegas. Uh, you know, we get a lot of the the great comedians coming through, so he's a lot of fun. Well, now he's not just the dirty comedian that you uh, always thought of. Uh, and I remember <laughs> that I thought of, huh? But when he picked up that Rescue Me, he uh, really showed us that he can act, too. He's very talented. He's multi-talented. And that's when he decided to buy his wife, Anne, the aforementioned Anne, horses. Well, they had you, 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 you had to get the farm first. Yes, the farm and then the horse. And then the horse. Don't, Takes a little bit of money. The, don't put the horse in front of the farm. Yeah, We'll be talking to her in just a few <laughs> minutes right here on Animal Radio. Let's go to, is it Diane? Yes, Hi, Diane. Diane. How are you doing today? Hi, great. How are you? Good. Where are you? I'm in Southern California, in Carlsbad, California. Do you listen on Coast or XM? I listen on XM. Okay. How yeah. can we help you? Dr. Debbie's right here. Thank you. Hi, Dr. Debbie. I have um, two Maine Coon cats, and um, I, I try to take the best care of them that I can, but I have one who is approaching 30 pounds. 
he can't. Holy moly. He can't, <laughs> big well, he's kitty. Big, he's big anyway, but he's um, more than just big boned. I, I, I'd say he's fat, too. And then I have another one who's 11 pounds who I can't get to eat. So I'm on opposite end of the spectrum. Wow. And mm-hmm. I shop for food. I try to get them the best brands, Evo, Dick Van Patten. But there's, you know, always something about no carbs for them or, or raw diet, um, filtered water, you know, all of that. And I'm just... Um, I'm all over the map with trying to make him lose weight, and I take him to the vet. There's, you know, they say low-fat food, and I take her, and they say, well, just try what works. So I'm just confused on, A, how to separate them and what to feed them and what are the best diets for indoor cats. Okay. And well, I and have two definitely... big dogs. Okay. So. It's definitely very challenging when you have two cats with other ends of the spectrum. And, and I guess the first thing would be to make sure they're in good health and that they do have a, a clean bill of health from the veterinarian. Now, I can tell you personal experience, my former kitties, I called it the Jack Spratt complex that I had in my house, where I had a kitty who was a healthy six-pound, very lean young man, and the other was uh, weight-prone, shall we say. So he was up around the 12 to 13-pound. Very different eating styles. So... If they have that different eating style and it's difficult to leave one food out for both and ensure that they're getting their proper amounts, then it can go to an actual set meal feeding where you separate them and set down the food for an allotted time. And you can do this. It's hard and it's much easier for kitties for us just to put a bowl out and let them take care of it on their own, but I definitely recommend that if you have this challenge between the two and they need maybe different ends of the spectrum diet-wise to do that. And it just takes time and um, being able to sleep through the night with earplugs if they're looking for <laughs> dinner in the middle of the night. Um, but um, that would be the house. best thing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've been there and I've put earplugs in. Now, another thing you can do to kind of help with that transition is I'm a fan of the time feeders. So, you oh. know, you're not putting a lot of food out maybe at 1 a.m., but if it helps you sleep, you have the automatic timer on that feeder go so the kitties go to that and don't wake you up. And even just a few kibbles, anything that gets them to that psychological feeling that they're having a midnight meal. Right. So I, that I might even help. That I mean, even when he just sees me, that just triggers something in him that says, oh, food. So, okay, that's, that's a good <laughs> idea. And then what do you think about greenies for cats? Um, I think they can certainly be helpful. You're talking just about the dental exercise. Right, the dental, uh, uh-huh. the little... I think, yeah, um, every little bit of those type of things can help. It's probably uh, not the best thing in our arsenal to help with dental disease, but, you know, a little bit here and there can be helpful. Now, for your weight-prone kitty, we might have to put a, a watch on the number of snacks and goodies that we're getting in there. Yeah. And, and you had asked what kind of food is the best. Right. Um, with kitties, generally, we don't really go into so much the high fiber anymore if we're worried about weight. Right. Um, so we go more to what we call the catkins diet, where their protein levels are ample. They're not not restricted in their protein, and then we don't really get too um, too excessive about all this low-fat, high-fiber stuff um, that they can actually thrive better um, on the high-protein diets and, and sometimes even canned diets in place of dry food. So. Okay, and then the more, the more um, I, for lack of a better term, more expensive brands of canned food because, you know, they have some of those out there that are probably not as nutritional for them, maybe more like a junk food, kitty food. I'm not sure. <laughs> 
And yeah, I mean, definitely. It, you run into some of the issues with, for me, it's all about some of the stank. <laughs> if yeah, the food stinks exactly. really bad, yeah. I can't tolerate it in my household. Okay. So it, it's great if the kitty eats it, and it's great if it's a, a definitely a good quality food. So I, it's a little bit of the buyer be aware. Um, so okay. I stay away from really inexpensive foods. Right. Go for the name brands, and um, you know, it's just a matter of preference. Some kitties like the gel. Some people, some kitties like the the minced meat. Um, so it just kind of depends on what okay. works for you. Okay. All right. These two have got me wrapped around their finger, I think. <laughs> they okay. know your number. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. Thanks for listening, Diane. Okay. Thank you. one 405 Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Dog father Joey Volani is here and uh, still looking for good Italian food for him. He's really ticked. He moved all the way here from Jersey. Of course, I think the Italian food down the street is good enough, but what do I know? I don't know what you guys know. Of course, Bobby, the other Italian here, uh, working on news here. Gotta know Italian. I guess. It's, it's 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 a whole Italian thing. He has his own because language, it seems like, when it comes to food. Oh, boy. Oh boy. <laughs> mm-hmm. And some of those words you should not repeat or say on the air. <laughs> Animal communicator Joy Turner is also here. Pet travel expert Susie Sims, Vinnie Penn, Britt Savage. Uh, Judy is screening calls. I'm Hal Abrams. I understand that in the news today, you'll be talking about Titan the big 250-pound... Was he 240? How big was he? Big Great Dane. He's a... He's a big dog. Hal, yes, he and is. That's why he's he's listed in the Guinness Book of World Records. But there has been some question about who, in fact, will hold the title of the tallest dog. The experts from Guinness World Records came out, not Guinness Beer. Although it might be the same family. I don't know. Regardless, they came out, they measured. We'll let you know who won the contest coming up in the news. We're very blessed to have you here. You should say that, Hal. Here's your five bucks. <laughs> Wait, you're supposed to give me the five bucks. This is Animal Radio. One of the joys of owning a dog is going places together. Kurgo's award-winning line of pet travel products makes this easier and safer for your pet. The Kurgo line includes everything from a backseat barrier, which keeps Fido in the backseat, to an auto zip line to keep your dog secure. And for the little guys, Kurgo has a Skybox booster seat, which provides them with a clear view of the road. If you're going somewhere with your dog, visit Kurgo.com. That's K-U-R-G-O.com. Why read a newspaper in the age of the Internet? Because you take the time to think things through, like your love of animals. You want to know where your voice and donations can be most effective. Animal People is the newspaper for people who care enough about animals to give real thought to how best to help animals. Request your free sample copy at www.animalpeoplenews.org. Okay, time to check out that website I heard about, www.safeguardfordogs.com. There it is. Hi, I'm Don. The virtual host is a nice touch. It looks like these links and videos cover everything a dog owner might want to know about intestinal worm infections and how to prevent them. Here's a savings coupon for Safeguard K90 Wormers and even an online reminder service. Better bookmark this one, www.safeguardfordogs.com. When I went looking for a quality allergen-free dog food for 
Jennifer Roscoe. A friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. Hi, this is Victoria Stillwell for Animal Radio. Never buy your puppy from a pet store. Animal Radio is brought to you by SeniorPetProducts.com. As your best friend settles into middle age and shows signs of slowing down, SeniorPetProducts.com is there to help your senior pets live to the fullest with thousands of products for the life of your pet. SeniorPetProducts.com. This is Animal Radio, baby. Moments away from Ann Leary, Dennis Leary's wife, will be joining us. Couldn't get Dennis, huh? I didn't want Dennis. I wanted his wife. Right. <laughs> Actually, she's a very charismatic gal and uh, probably better than Dennis. And Dennis is, uh, well, I don't know. Uh, we don't, we'll we'll we, get all we've the, never had Dennis the on dirt before, and the gossip. But, uh, we love his wife. And, of course, after last week, Montel Williams got us in big time trouble with all the airliners. We had all four airliners call us last week. Yeah, well, they weren't too happy. No, they weren't. Uh, but he spoke as, you know, that's the thing about Animal Radio. Anybody that comes on Animal Radio, including all of the Dream Team, we say exactly what's on our mind. We, yes. don't, uh, we don't mince words. No one's in our pockets or anything. Uh, we tell you exactly the way it is. Uh, one week away from spring, two weeks away from the new pet product special will be live from the Global Pet Expo in Orlando, Florida, as we do that every year, picking the the new things that you'll see on the shelves at the pet store. Not only year. that, new things that we're going to give you. Oh, yes, that's the best part of the, about the special is we give you one of everything that we talk about. one 405 I believe we have Debbie on the phone. Hi, Debbie, how are you? Hi, I'm good, how are you? Well, I know Joey needs uh, some... Italian food. He's still looking for Italian food in California. Do you li- Where do you live? <laughs> I'm in Santa Maria. Oh, you do live? Well, that's not very far away. Do you know of any good Italian food? Um, no. <laughs> Olive Garden. You see, you uh, let Olive, me down. I'm sorry about Olive Garden won't cut it in this case. Is Olive Garden a sponsor? No. Not, not anymore? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Joey, uh, uh, I'll say nothing. Okay. How can we help you, Debbie? Oh, I have um, two little Shih Tzus. And um, I keep them uh, with a puppy cut because I don't like the, the long hair. And we get them groomed about once every three months. But, I mean, almost immediately, even after the grooming, I'm having such a problem with the, um, the black under their eyes, the, the drainage, and the staining, and the smell. And, you know, I'm having a cut around their eyes trim, and I don't like doing that. I've tried angel eyes, and... You know, their eyes are gummy and stinky, and I'm just wondering if there's a product or something I can do in between the groomings um, to help this. Well, the first thing that 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 um, problem is, and most groomers don't say this, and, and and it makes me want to strangle them is when Shih Tzus, especially dogs with um, you know, with with, with the short face, losses Shih Tzus that have a long coat. The problem is, is when you start removing the hair from the corners of the eyes as a puppy. Now, as a puppy, the hair won't grow into the dog's eyes because it's soft, and also it doesn't have the body, so it grows down. Uh-huh. As the dog gets older, the more that you trim that. Okay, now the hair shaft gets thicker, it gets more texturized. So when it grows back, it grows directly right into the dog's eyes before it will turn itself down and come down onto the sides of the nose. So what that does, that irritates. 
also what that is is that's all bacteria. Okay, so and it's it's a perfect breeding ground for fungus and bacteria because it's wet, it's warm, it's 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 gonna you know grow all kinds of nice things, and that's why you have that odor as well. The first thing I'm going to say is the daily attention. Do you wipe it out daily? Yes, just just okay. for the tissue, not, you know, or try to get some water on there um, just to kind of you know wipe it away because, like you said, the the hair tends to grow into their eyes and. And I know, and then their eyes get gummy because it's irritating them. Now, do you keep their faces real short, or is it, or is it kind of have like, 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 like more of a fluffy look? Um, we, when we get them groomed and cut, we get them cut all the way down, all over, except for the tail and the ears. Okay, so the muzzle is shaved as well. See, I, I think you're making a mistake there, and um, I think if, if you need to leave a little bit more hair on the face. Reason why is you can it could be short, and but it could be a little bit longer on the eyes, and let that hair grow from the corners of the eyes and turn down because it's not going to irritate the eyes as much. Now that doesn't mean you're not going to have a problem because these dogs tend to have problems like that. But there's a lot you can do. What you have to do is you have to eliminate the bacteria. Is it thick? Um, black gunk in, in the corners of the eyes, or is it um, or or is it more of you know just discoloration? It's black. Is it gunky? Is it thick? Yes. Okay, then you're not wiping it out every day, dear. You gotta you gotta get that out every day, and and once and, and if you take care of that, it's definitely gonna help. The other thing you have to do is you have to eliminate the bacteria. And they make they make a lot of products out there. Um, there's a product out here that was actually used to decontaminate the astronauts, and it's it's in the, it's it's a pet product as well. If you use that in the corners of the dog's eyes, okay, and basically what you do is you'll wipe that out. Now what's going to happen? It'll start killing the bacteria. The hair color isn't going to change yet because that hair, you know, it has bacteria, it has to grow out. But the new growth that comes through is going to look wonderful. And if you keep doing that, you'll know you'll you'll get rid of odor and and um, you'll have you know nice a you know real nice looking coat in the corners of the eyes and you'll eliminate that. But the first thing you got to do is keep that gunk out of there. Use a saline solution, a cotton ball, and if you're going to go in there with you know with with your nail, just be careful you don't irritate. And sometimes you got to go in there and dig it out. Okay. Um, how long should I keep it uh, when I get them groomed? How long above the eye? You know. Uh, you know what? I, I, what? What a groomer can do. A groomer can camouflage it, where it's, it's not that where it's it's going to look tight. It's going to look short. It's just going to lie flat. Now the bad part about it is you got to go through a growing phase, like with your own hair. If you get your hair cut short and then you want to let it grow out, and you have that growing stage where it just looks horrible well the same thing is going to happen there you got to leave it alone and let it turn down and what you can do to keep it out of the dog's eyes take a little bit of vaseline on your fingers and actually pat it down on the corners of the eyes and pull it down so it, it, it would almost it'll almost you know um cement it down more or less the other thing you can do is you can take a mixture of a little bit of tea tree oil and put it in there because tea tree oil will also kill any fungus that's in there. Just be careful. You don't want to get it in your pet's eyes. Um, so that's why I don't like saying, but if you're real careful, it'll eliminate the odor at least, but it's not going to take care of the bacteria all that well. Um, but it's something that you can do in the meantime. Okay. And can you tell me the 
the product name? It's put out by a company called Equus, and it's called Microtech. Your groomer could probably order it for you. It's a professional um, product. It's a wonderful product, and it works. It really works wonders. And this, you don't have to worry about getting in your pet's eyes. It's very pet friendly, so that's the good thing about it. And if they lick it, it's not gonna. It's not gonna hurt them at all. Okay, great. Thank you very much. And um, the stain will go away then. I mean, um, because the, because the irritation is going to go away, so they won't be getting the staining. Well, this, yeah, the staining absolutely will go away because what that's going to do is, like I said, eliminate the bacteria. Once you eliminate the bacteria, you're not going to have discoloration anymore. But it has to grow out. It's not a short process. It's something that's going to take a little bit of time. Okay, great. Thank you so much. Thanks, Debbie. one 405 to talk to any one of the Dream Team. Animal communicator Joy Turner is here. Pet travel expert Susan Sims. Vinnie Penn bringing the comic relief for its savage. Uh, Judy's screening your calls right now. She produces this show. She does a damn good job. And well, today, thank you. Thank she's you booked uh, Ann Leary, which I understand is Dennis Leary's wife. Couldn't yes. get to Dennis, but the next uh, next degree over. No, she's a big animal well, we lover. Well, the person who's in charge, Anne. Exactly. Really? <laughs> yeah, we went to the head honcho, the head top dog. There you go. Yeah. Dennis is a nice guy, very talented. No, don't get me wrong. We know who's really in charge. Exactly. Uh, uh, yeah, okay. Well, she's writing a, a, a book on uh, on dogs and animals, pets. We'll mm-hmm. find out in just a few minutes. I also see that in the news, Titan, the Great Dane, no longer recognized the world's tallest dog. Is that correct? You know, and it's not that he shrunk. Uh-huh. It's that some experts came out and actually did some measurements, and we'll have the stats for you coming up on the news. Now, this is interesting because Titan, wasn't he just crowned not even a, four months ago? Yeah, not that long just, ago. It was, it was, and he lives in San Diego. Titan is in San Diego, and, and the other dog in question, Giant George, uh-huh. very applicable name, is in Tucson. And there were conflicting reports about which Great Dane, both of them Great Danes, which one was actually taller. So. Uh. The experts came out with their tape measure, and they got to the bottom of it. It takes an expert. It does, with the tape measure. Yes. And speaking Mm -hmm. of experts with tape measures, Bobby Hill working on news here. Uh, You were an extra this last week? On some TV show? Oh, been playing. Yes, they've been. Uh, I don't even know the name of the show. Let's put it that way. Okay. We're working. They're filming a show uh, <laughs> here in town, and they always need background. When you're watching a show and you see people moving around in ah. the background of the shot, mm-hmm. those are extras. Oh. And it, it's so much fun to do that work. If you've never done it in your life, I strongly urge you to log on and find a casting director in your area because they're always shooting something in your town. It's not just California. It's all over the place. And and I got to play a, a person in the background who, you know, hears gunshots and runs away like a total oh. coward. I was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you've had lots of practice of that in Southern California. Seriously, what would you do? They're telling me, you know, we don't your motivation is this. I go, look, I don't need motivation. I hear a gunshot, I run. I was raised in Chicago. No worries. Ah. Well, you're very, very talented, of course. And, uh, well, that, thank you. I mean, you do so much during the week uh, doing that, as well as uh, being the social networking butterfly here at Animal Radio. You're Twittering, you're, fa- That's you're true. doing all that kind of stuff during the week. And uh, we appreciate it. By the way, did you score those condoms you were supposed to, supposed to score from last week? Actually, they are on the way to you. Okay. And we, will, we should be having, because there were a series of designs on them, if you remember of endangered species animals. So we'll be getting a veritable truckload of condoms that we'll be able to give away. <laughs> that should be fun uh, within the next few weeks here on Animal Radio. Not your father's pet talk. <laughs> hey, it's all about we tell them to spay and neuter their pets. We can't be hypocrites. Joy, we were talking a few minutes ago. I have a question here. You know, uh, Sandra Bullock 
her dog was lost. What, Cinnabon? Cinnabon, Cinnabon yeah. was lost and, and returned uh, a, a couple of weeks back. And, of course, that was actually Jesse James' dog. Right. You, yeah. know, you know how uh, couples, couples have their own personal dog. It was more <laughs> Jesse's than it was Sandra's. Where was Cinnabon? Are you able to tell us where Cinnabon was? Um, hold on a second. I have to see if she'll talk to me because sometimes if their people won't let them talk oh. or I don't get permission from their people, they oh. may or may not. Oh. Cinnabon wants to know why we're asking that because she knows her people are very private. Well, t- tell her there was a lot of media attention, a lot of very concerned animal lovers when she was gone. For uh, three weeks. For three weeks. We wanted to know uh, where where she was. Was it foul play? Uh, was she in good hands? Uh, she came back a little lighter, Wayne lighter, and a little dirtier. She said, well, initially she was loose on her own. Then she was found. Then she was set loose again when whoever had her must have figured out that somebody important was looking for her. So then they put her back out again. And that's when whoever gave her back found her. If you want to talk to Joy Turner right now, 1-866-405-8405. That's the same number for the whole dream team here at Animal Radio. And, of course, this Healthy Helping of Animal Radio brought to you by Blue Buffalo, makers of healthy, holistic, natural food for dogs and cats. You love them like family, so feed them like family with Blue. We're looking for people overwhelmed by too many pets to be in a TV series about really large animal families. If you or someone you know owns a house full of animals, call us toll-free at 1-877-MY-8-PETS. Hi, I'm Victoria Jackson, and you're listening to Animal Radio. This is an Animal Radio News Update, brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter, the only litter made from whole kernel corn. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. For the second time in a two-week period last month, the ASPCA assisted local law enforcement with busting a suspected dog-fighting ring in rural Georgia. Second tip came in after a news story on the first arrests in the East Sandersonville section of Washington County, Georgia. It's where the sheriff's deputies arrested two suspects and rescued 26 dogs allegedly used for fighting. Second bust in the same area led ASPCA investigators and deputies to property where they found two dogs in the act of fighting. Three suspects took a footbail, means they fled the scene. Eight dogs were taken into custody and are currently being treated along with two dozen others rescued earlier. Staggering number of pets arrive in animal shelters every year. Six to eight million, according to the ASPCA. Now Subaru is teaming up with two former shelter dogs to star in their new ad campaign called Dog Tested. Olive and Zelda, they're the dogs. Olive was adopted from a Denver, Colorado shelter. While Zelda has called Minneapolis home for the last five years, Zelda, the golden retriever mix, was found as a stray in Kansas City, but Zelda can spell. She can spell walk, treat, and she's working hard on Czechoslovakia. (laughs) Subaru has continued to partner with the ASPCA and last year donated $5,000 along with countless volunteer hours at local shelters. And Trio, the back black Labrador retriever, did a damn fine job of sniffing out a series of bombs planted by the Taliban while serving in the Helmand province of Afghanistan in 2008 with British forces. Trio has now been awarded the Dickon Medal, recognizing his canine courage in a ceremony at London's Imperial War Museum. Trio, by the way, is the 63rd recipient of the Dickon Medal. It's also been awarded to 32 pigeons, three horses, and a cat since the recognition began in 1943. 
I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Get more breaking animal news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter. Here's a tip for traveling with your cat. If she's not familiar with crate travel, consider placing the crate in your home for a few weeks before your departure. Leave the door open and occasionally toss in a treat or two. Sooner or later, your cat will view the spot as a comfortable retreat. Get more tips from Dr. McPete at www.worldsbestcatlitter.com slash radio. This portion of Animal Radio brought to you by Herb Springer's Quick Release Dog Training Collar. Very humane, very gentle. Find a store near you at AnimalRadio.com. This is Animal Radio, baby. Oh boy, he's a good boy. Stop talking baby talk to your animals. 1-866-405-8405. It's Animal Radio. I have to consciously say don't talk to your animals and baby. They hate that. They don't like that. They don't it. like yeah. that. Joy Turner told us that. Book just got up on your desk. He's looking out the window. There's a bird that keeps attaching itself to your screen. Is that bird okay? It's yeah. raining like nobody's business. He looks like he wants to here. come in. Yeah. Uh, if he knew the cat was in here, he wouldn't want to come in here. I'm working on some uh, dog food over here, making dog food of my own. And uh, using the recipe that you had up there online. It's a good recipe. My I think dog loves it. bird wants some of that. Oh, is that what it is? The sees that. Uh-huh. And I see that uh, the, the cat's already in the food there. Uh, by the way, if you have a good recipe you want to share with us here at Animal Radio for your dog food or your cat food, we're posting them over at the website. We know a lot of you make your own food, or every once in a while when you have a chance, give your dog or cat a treat by making something special. Yeah. You actually never go into the kitchen, but you went into the kitchen to make Ladybug this last batch. Oh, I'll, make her. I'll cook for her, but I don't cook for myself. We uh, videotape that. Joey, do you cook for yourself? Do you cook for your animals? Or, I cook. I'm, I'm, I'm the cook in the house. So I, really? yeah, I cook for the animals, and I cook for I cook for everyone else in the house as well, including myself, because I probably eat the most. But um, <laughs> I have a great I have a great dog food recipe. You oh, know? do you? It's real, real simple. Absolutely. You just get out your crock pot. Okay. You put in you put in a um, pound of chopped meat. Chopped You meat. put some kale. You put kale in. You put Brussels sprouts, and you put in some um, sweet potatoes. And what I'll do is is I'll let that cook a little bit. I'll mash it up, and um, my my dogs love it. And um, I've noticed a major difference in their energy level since I started them on it. Did you give it an Italian name? You know what? I I haven't yet, but I'll I'll think of something. (laughs) I'll think of something, or maybe you can think of something, and we'll give it it an Italian name. Let's uh, let's post that over at the website with these recipes here. We'll put Joey Volani's recipe. Joey, are you ready to take some calls today? Um, I'm waiting, ready and waiting. Okay, one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five, or to talk to Doctor Debbie about your vet medical question. Uh, animal communicator Joy Turner, Susan with she has giveaways, more giveaways. That's the, my favorite part about her. She always got something to give away. Party animal Vinnie Penn is joining us. Britt Savage. I see Michael Vick is in the news again. Dan, he won't go away, he will he? Won't go away. He's no. uh, he's going to take it all off for Playgirl and give all the money to uh, some pet organizations. Bobby's hmm. working on that in the news. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Look at this bird. Hi, who's this? Um, this is Sharon. Hey, Sharon. And how are you how doing? How are you? I'm good, thank you. Where are you calling and from I, today? I am calling from Moline, Illinois. How can we help you? Well, I have a recipe that I'd like to share. I have a golden retriever who uh-huh. is quite finicky, and um, we got this recipe from a, a friend who got it from her vet, and it is, um, you can make a batch of this and then keep it in the refrigerator. And then what my dog actually likes it warm, not hot, but just a little bit warm. So I heat some up um, every day and give it to him. Or sometimes I just mix it with his his good dog food, his dry dog food. But this is the recipe. Okay, hold, let me grab a pen here. How much do you make you, ahead of time? 
I make probably about three days' worth, and I keep it in the refrigerator. Three days' You can worth. freeze it, though. Yes, you can freeze it. Okay. I got my pen and paper. I'm ready. Okay. It is uh, sweet potato. Oh, yeah. In the microwave. And it is um, ground chicken, which I make on the stove. I put the sweet potato in the microwave, and then I, I um, cook the, the ground chicken um, on the stove, and then you add to that um, rice. rice. And any kind of rice, any particular kind? Uh, well, I use I'm I'm a brown rice eater, so he, and he's gotten used to the brown rice. Okay. So, it, but I but they didn't say if it was white or brown. Um, then you add um, one uh, vitamin E pill. You uh, you put a little pin in the pill, or you open the pill, the little capsule, and you you. Um, drizzle the vitamin E, uh, ah. a, I think it's a 400 IU vitamin E on the um, on his bowl of dog food, uh-huh. not the stuff that you make for the refrigerator. And then um, this dog, all, or I mean this vet also said to add one chopped up Tums for the calcium. T- Tums? Uh, Tums, yes, wow. because it has calcium in it. And okay. then you... Um, and then you give that to him. Now, sometimes when I'm when I don't have the batch of it made, I'll just add a sweet potato to his uh, dog food, just a plain sweet potato out of the microwave, uh-huh. and and he loves it. I mean, and this dog is very very finicky, and it's probably my fault because I've gotten him used to you know some fun food. <laughs> I've never heard of a golden retriever that was finicky. I thought they ate everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this one doesn't, and he's quite spoiled. But it's it's just a lovely, good, healthy recipe. It's got good proteins and carbs and calcium and obviously the vitamin E and it has everything in it that uh, he needs according to the vet. Do you put any uh, yogurt in or flaxseed? I, I do not. I do for myself. I use uh, probiotics of course and uh, and I am a flaxseed fanatic ground flaxseed but no I don't. It, would that be good for him? The flaxseed would and uh, we instead of the, uh, the calcium that you're using in Tums we use uh, uh, yogurt. Oh okay. And, like uh, a, uh, How much yogurt? Oh geez, a uh, couple tablespoons. Is it a couple a tablespoons, tablespoons you put in for every yogurt? Yeah, it's. Yeah. We have the recipe up at the website at animalradio.com. We actually even have a video of Judy uh, working in the kitchen, which she rarely does. She doesn't cook for herself. <laughs> she doesn't cook human food, but she'll uh, cook, cook dog, dog food. That sounds like Aww. a good recipe. There, can we uh, post it at the website? Oh, you bet you can. Yes, you can. Okay, hold on for one second, if you will. Thanks for your call today. one 405 You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Hello, hello, hello. Well, it's good to be back on Animal Radio, your resident party animal, Vinnie Patton, coming at you uh, and loving every minute of the Animal Radio airwaves. One of the things that I uh, love and admire the most about Animal Lover, it's going to be serious, going to have a serious one today. I, I, I hope those of you who came here looking for laughs won't be bummed out by this, but it's the way that animal and pet lovers rally around the issues and they're not afraid to sign petitions to draw up petitions and to do things of that nature i really respect that i really admire that in there and 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 that's why i'd like to bring one to the table right now to get a petition made up for and circulated and put a stop to something and uh the people we'd be targeting right now are those who come up with merchandising for cat owners 
the, the, the things that cat owners, it's bad enough the things that cat owners will buy and wear. But what's even worse is, is the stuff that these people come up with. Do you know I was at the mall last night? I actually saw a woman walking my way. She must have been in her 40s, late 40s or so. She had on this glittery, big baggy sweatshirt, and it had a picture of a cat on it wearing a cowboy hat, and it had a lasso, and it said, Cat-a-girl on it, like, Cat-a-girl, And I just looked at this, and I thought, it's not this woman's fault that she, someone probably, it's probably the worst stocking stuff for known demand that she got stuck with this probably glow-in-the-dark cowboy cat sweatshirt. It's not her fault. It's not even her fault if she bought it for whatever reason. It's the merchandiser's fault. And why is it always cats? Another one I saw once, it was actually a really good-looking girl, too. She had on a shirt that said sex and the kitty. And uh, there there was a cat where Sarah Jessica Parker's Carrie Bradshaw was supposed to be. I don't even know what to make of this. Cat erotica. I I don't don't know what it is. And she's like twirling in in high heel shoes. And it's a cat. And it said sex and the kitty. Uh, Now, you know, the merchandisers out there are thinking, hey, Vinnie Penn, party animal, say whatever you want. We make a bundle of money on that stuff. But you are, you're causing corneal abrasion because there is such disbelief when people see other people wearing this that we rub our eyes so violently you're causing corneal abrasion and like i said it's always the cat it's just cats you don't see like somebody who's got a huge aquarium at home wearing a shirt that says i've got fish use and big pictures of, of of goldfish on his shirt making funny faces you don't see that cool harley dude who has a snake wearing a shirt that says snake it or leave it so let's get the petition up. That's actually a great tagline right there for a plumber. Let's get the petition made and out to the cat merchandising folks. I guess the best way to end this week's segment would be cats all, folks. Ugh. This is Animal Radio. When it comes to controlling cat box odor, there's no such thing as good enough. Buy the best or smell the rest. In other words, get World's Best Cat Litter with patented formulas made from whole kernel corn. World's Best Cat Litter is 100% natural and scientifically proven to deliver unsurpassed odor control, compact clumping, and longer-lasting use. See what a difference just one bag makes. And for a limited time, save big when you buy. To download a coupon, go to worldsbestcatlitter.com slash radio. When I went looking for a quality allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. Fido-Friendly is the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog. Each bi-monthly issue includes hotel and destination reviews, health and wellness topics, dog training advice, and the latest fashion trends. You can find Fido-Friendly magazine at Borders, Barnes & Noble, PetSmart, and Petco, or simply go online to FidoFriendly.com and subscribe today. Fido-Friendly is the only magazine dedicated to the travel and lifestyle of man's best friend and the only magazine your dog will thank you for. 
One of the joys of owning a dog is going places together. Kurgo's award-winning line of pet travel products makes this easier and safer for your pet. The Kurgo line includes everything from a backseat barrier, which keeps Fido in the backseat, to an auto zip line to keep your dog secure. And for the little guys, Kurgo has a Skybox booster seat, which provides them with a clear view of the road. If you're going somewhere with your dog, visit Kurgo.com. That's K-U-R-G-O.com. This is Animal Radio, baby. Vinny Penn working his way into the studios with his kids this weekend. I told you to tell him not to bring his kids in. <laughs> well, we bring our pets, our animals. Why can't he bring his kids? I'm not watching no kids today. Nuh-uh. <laughs> it's not Aunt Debbie's time to babysit <laughs> this weekend. Uh, 1-866-405-8405. It's Animal Radio. We're here to celebrate our connection with our pets, and we're doing that with Terry. Hi, Terry. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Very good. Where are you? I'm driving through Nashville. Nashville. Well, say hi. Uh, hi. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Should probably be a howdy. <laughs> how, how can we help you out today? Well, I've got a male cat. I got at the shelter about six years ago. And uh, he's been in the house the whole time. He doesn't go outside. And I was thinking about getting another kitten. And mm-hmm. wasn't sure how that would go. Okay. Never really Has he been, been by himself all... Has he been a soul, yeah. soul cat all this time? Yes. Okay, so, so you're I wasn't thinking of sure. getting. So you're thinking of getting another kitten or a cat or one or more yeah. of them? Just a, just another kitten. I was so I was they go to the shelter to get another one, but mm-hmm. I w- wasn't sure how how he would react or what would be the best way to go about doing that. Okay. Um, well, the, the biggest thing that I'd say is we're going to go young. Uh, the best way to acclimate a new cat into the home is really to get um, a younger one, one that um, we can kind of ask them to take your other kitty as um, big brother um, so that he'll fit into the, the kitty household. So um, I'd say look for maybe a kitten or just a, a young um, adult cat, and um, that would be your best bet. Um, for male cats, I... I have had two male cats of my own. Um, uh, many people believe that to get a male and a female, that you'll get a better combination, a little happier household. But I think a lot of it goes down to the individual personality of the cat. Um, and uh, depending on what your kitty's personality is like now, um, sometimes finding a, a friend to frolic with um, just brings out all that uh, energy, and they can really thrive and really enjoy having a good companion. So I'd go young cat or kitten and... And perhaps maybe look at a female if uh, if you're looking forward to get a, a boy-girl situation there. Well, I've always liked male cats better for some reason. They always seem to be, I don't know, easygoing. He's just a, he's just a big old baby. And, uh-huh. uh, you know, that's what I wanted to do. I, I went to the shelter about every day for a couple of weeks looking for kittens. And I, I think I'd much rather have a kitten and a well, male kitten. I'd consider a female, you know. Yeah, and I've had I've had two male cats, and so I'm I'm kind of with you. Um, you know, I just I love the dynamics. They were such good boys, and I, I've really enjoyed that. But yeah, I'd say you know look for the younger one and uh, introduce slowly. Um, we don't want to kind of overwhelm either cat, so you know start the young one off gradually. And um, I would make sure that you know your your cat stays top cat, and you respect that. So when you introduce the new one, um, you know we're going to restrict her environment or his his or her environment. 
environment and kind of gradually work up that introduction so that hopefully we won't ruffle any fur for your current right. kitty friend. <laughs> so, yeah. So great. make it a, ni- a nice, slow, gradual kitty transition. And, and thank you for considering adoption. So many people can save a life by adopting a cat, young, old, whatever. So, yes, I encourage you, Terry. Let's get your kitty a friend. This is Dr. Debbie with Animal Radio, one 405 8405 Animal Radio, 1-866-405-8405. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Dog father Joey Falani on the way. Bobby Hill with news. How you doing, Bobby? I'm doing good. How about you? I'm feeling mellow. I haven't been arrested. Uh, yeah, this is all good. Bondsman. It was a good week. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a good week for us here. Are you extra? Uh-huh. You, were, you were actually an extra in a... Uh, oh, I did. I was, I was doing the Hollywood thing, as I like to call it. And, and it's playing background in a, in a TV show they're shooting here. Can you tell us what show or not yet? I don't, I, because they may change the name of it. I'm holding off on it, but it's probably going to be something to do with shooting guns and drug dealers, and it's going to be on the <laughs> FX networks, and which uh, is so much fun. FX and, is a and, great network, by the way. FX is an excellent next. My, my favorite show, Rescue Me, is on FX. Oh, and then of with course, Dennis, oh, Dennis Leary and all those crazy firefighters, and it's just the best written, best produced. Best acted show on cable. No hands down. That's it. Hands down. Bar none. Dennis's My wife, Ann Leary, will be on the show today. See how come? I mean, it just comes I'm around so pertinent. Circle. It amazes it me. It's, uh, <laughs> we actually tried to get Dennis Leary on the phone. Uh, but, oh, no. Uh, he's too busy for us. Yeah. He's, remember when he was just a nasty mouth comedian? And I loved his stand-up. <laughs> Very funny guy. you got you got to be raised Irish to really appreciate it. I see that Tiger Woods just doesn't leave our news here. You say, what What does Tiger Woods have to do with animals? Is this one of your news stories? I'm not supposed to talk about it now because it's one of your news stories. Okay, I see. Guido's jumping up and down going, don't talk about Tiger Woods. He won't let me talk Uh-oh. about Tiger Woods or the V word. Of course, being the v word. Uh, Vlade. Oh. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Kurgo. One of the joys of owning a dog is going places together. It really is. Kurgo's award-winning line of pet travel products makes this easier and safer for your pet. If you're going somewhere with your dog, visit Kurgo.com. That's Kurgo.com. K-U-R-G-O. Dr. Debbie is on the way to answering your vet medical questions. Dog father, Joey Volani, Bobby, animal communicator, Joy Turner, uh, pet travel expert, Susan Sims, party animal, Vinnie Penn, Britt Savage. Judy is uh, screening your calls right now at 1-866-405-8405. Hi, Angel. Hey. How are you doing? I am doing good. I'm on my way up to Richmond, Virginia. Well, so what's going on? Well, I have a little uh, 15 and a half year old. Uh, she's about five pounds. And she's uh, an odd mix. She looks like a Shih Tzu. She's a Shih Tzu, Chihuahua, and Pekingese. And I would like to know what the symptoms are for hip dysplasia. Um, is there a change in stance? Is there a change in her gait? Um, she doesn't seem to indicate any pain, but she seems to be much less steady on her feet. But she also rides in a truck a lot. Okay. And so when you say she's a little bit unsteady on her feet, do her feet give out on her, or is she just slow getting up? 
she just, um, when she's just kind of standing there, not in the truck, like when we take her out to walk her and everything, sometimes she just kind of wobbles, like maybe she doesn't have her land feet yet. You know, okay. I, I'm not sure if it's because of the truck or if it's because of, of uh, but it's something that's kind of appeared within the last year. Okay, well, and she's definitely old enough that we would want to talk about, um, and I probably uh, gear more towards what we'd call osteoarthritis um, than just hip dysplasia, because hip dysplasia is only one part of the body that can have problems. And in dogs, they can have elbow dysplasia, they can have spinal arthritis, so you can really have um, pain and arthritic changes kind of anywhere in the body, and that can create problems in mobility and getting around. And you know, for an for an old gal, um, you know, like that, I would say if we're worried about the back end, we sometimes do see some distinctive problems in the back end, um, where we might have a crossing over of the back feet, where they do seem kind of uncoordinated and almost drunk. Um, and we, we can see problems where um, getting up from a seated or a lying position is difficult, and you just kind of see it almost in the extra effort, that you know, the push to get up. That can be a sign that there's pain um, and or muscle weakness. And then finally, you know, if we're seeing continence problems in the back end, if we're having urine accidents, we're having pooping accidents, those can be signs that we might be having some problems with the hindquarters. But in general, when we look anywhere on this on, on a dog's body, um, arthritis can affect how easily they get up. So really, you're looking for that exaggerated effort. You're looking for a limp. And you're looking for a pet who might have maybe quivering or um, tremors with their muscles because the, if the joints aren't working really well and they're not moving in the full, nice, long strides that they should, the muscles can atrophy and they can weaken, and that will translate to a, maybe a trembling or shaking leg. So, so those are some of the things that I would definitely keep an eye out for. Okay. Um, I think you've hit it kind of on the nail. That the, the more appropriate description would be uh, the muscle uh, weakness, I think, is what it is an indicator. Does that um, will that encourage hip dysplasia, or is that maybe just because she's gotten older and also she lives on a truck, you know, without as much exercise as other dogs? Sure, and you know, I, I I can't say I don't do a lot of the truck driving, but I can imagine where like the having your sea legs, you know, might be a little bit disorienting when she first gets to land. Um, but as far as um, you know, for um, other things, as far as there definitely can be medical problems, metabolic problems that cause weakness, problems like thyroid okay. disorders, other types of hormone disorders that can cause a generalized muscle weakness. Um, the other thing would be, you know, when we talk about the spine, um, some breeds of dogs um, can have uh, particular problems with disc disc problems. That's hard to say, disc problems. <laughs> um, but that can actually cause back pain and can even lead to signs of paralysis where their feet kind of get either where they drag them or they may not really sense where they're at in space and they just kind of trip over them or they cross their feet over. So if we're seeing something like that, then I would say we definitely want to get some x-rays because we want to make sure we're heading down the right route, right road, whether it's a orthopedic problem and maybe we need some pain medicine and some joint remedies, or if it's something more of a neurologic problem, and then we're going to have a totally different um, type approach where we maybe deal with pain medicine, but we might need to gear something towards inflammation um, and gearing towards uh, you know that nerve uh, function. So that might be a, you know, I know she's an older gal, but that might be a good investment in just to kind of get the right pathway and make sure we're heading down the right road there. This is Dr. Debbie, and if you have a question for me, give me a call or email me at docdebbie at animalradio.com. 
This is Animal Radio Network. You're listening to Animal Radio. one 405 Celebrating the connection with our pets. It's Animal Radio. The whole dream team is here. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Dog father Joey Volani, Bobby Hill. Animal communicator Joy Turner. Pet travel expert Susan Sims. Vinnie Penn. Britt Savage. Judy Francis. Moi. Ladybug Studio Stunt Dog. It's really... You know, it took me probably a month and a half really to get the names right. <laughs> it's uh, And everyone had to wear name tags for the first month. Uh, let's see. One week away from spring, two weeks away from the new pet product special here on Animal Radio. We do this live from Orlando, Florida, and the Global Pet Expo. We'll have the latest and greatest. And the best thing about that special, yes. everything we talk about, we give away one of. Ooh. Yeah, so the big giveaway show that's coming up in two weeks here on Animal Radio. Animal communicator Joy Turner. How are you doing, Joy? I'm marvelous, Hal. What's going on in your world? Oh, splendid. I'm doing fine. Have you met uh, Joey Volani over here? Joey, say hi to Joy. Joy, I got to tell you, I am a big fan of yours because I can't even communicate with people. So when, when you do it with animals, I have to be honest with you, it, I, I, I love it. I really do. I'm a big fan. Well, thank you very much. Can anyone communicate with animals or do you have to be born with that gift, Joy? Well, of course, it helps if you're born with it, but everybody is born with it. Oh, we okay. just get taught out of it. We just uh, we don't learn to use it the way you've used it. You learned exactly, and some people kind of have more of a knack or less of a knack. But everyone can learn to do it to some degree more than they're doing it now. Okay, well let's uh, let's talk to Rebecca. Hey, Rebecca, how are you doing? I'm doing great, thank you. You want to talk to your pet? Uh, yes, please. Oh. Uh, thank you, Joy, for taking my call. You're welcome. Um. My dog is Jenny, and um, I do sometimes hear animals um, myself, but I seem to be more more uh, questioning hearing my own animals. That's very common, by the way, Rebecca. People often hear <laughs> others better, or they're healed, or they're healed. Yeah, I can talk. They will hear their own better, or somebody else's better, but usually not both. Okay, well, I was wondering if that was the case. Um, I had asked my dog, Ginny, if she had been one of my pets previously. And I think I was hearing no. (laughs) She said, is that your question for her? Yes. She said, well, you may think you're hearing no... But she wants you to stop thinking and start feeling with your heart because she thinks you will feel her from earlier in your life. Uh, She has come back to you, but she thinks your mind is a little bit intruding into her ability to reach you. Okay. Well, that explains it because when I hear other animals, I'm not really expecting to hear them, so I'm not really thinking. Exactly, and that's a big part of most people's problem. They think too much, and then they kind of block the receptive. Okay. Um, are you able to uh, tune in and find, ask her which um, pet she was previously? She said that she easily could tell us that, but she'd rather you let your heart find it. 
So let me offer you a suggestion. Try it for, oh, a week or two weeks or something and see if you get that kind of really intense awareness of who she is. It may be very subtle, although it will have a more intense feeling. And if you don't get it, then you can always call back. All right. We thank you for your call today, Rebecca, at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Any question I want to my pet that was on the other side? That's not the question I'd want to ask. Um, what would you want to ask? Wow, I don't know if that's the question I would. If I could talk to my dog, um, you know, in in the spiritual realm, I don't know if I'd want to know, you know, what what other pet that they came back as. I don't know. It just seems what would odd, you want odd to know? I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I wouldn't ask that, though. You know, I'd want to, hey, how you doing? You know, what's what's going on? And, you know, where you at? And <laughs> where are you hanging that today? That sort of thing. I mean, I mean, I want to know what's going on now. Wow. Um, you know, that what are you doing today? You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. I said enough. Hey, gang, this is the Money Man. Eddie Money, make sure you spay to your pets. I keep the dial right here to Animal Radio. It's the greatest station in the world. This is Animal Radio, baby. Six six four zero five eight four zero five to connect with Animal Radio. Doctor Debbie is here answering your vet medical questions. Freshly windburn and snowburn. She did a little skiing over the weekend. Uh, Joey Volani is here. Dog father Joey. We got to call him dog father. And I got to <laughs> bow and kiss his ring every time he comes. Uh-oh. That's not true. Uh, he's here to answer your questions today. And uh, this is his second week here. Yes. Finally uh, has found a place. No, he hasn't found the Italian restaurant he really likes no, yet. he's still looking for that. I wish him luck. But he's fitting in great down here, i got to say. He's keeping his own with his personality group. You know, he scares me a little bit. And I only say that <laughs> when he's not looking or he's not in the studio. But uh, And he's eating donuts right now. He'll go through all the donuts. We used to get like two dozen donuts every morning. Uh-huh. Usually Vinny's kids would come in and eat them. But uh, dog father Joey Volani is getting to them first. And, you know, he's big tattoos, big arms. Yeah, I, think- I think it's the ink that intimidates you. Oh, you mean the tattoo? (laughs) (laughs) Everything. I'm not messing with the guy. But he knows his stuff. So if you have dog questions, uh, give us a call. Ann Leary will be joining us in a few minutes. She is Dennis Leary's wife. You actually attempted to get Dennis Leary on the phone. but uh, I did, and I I went to her, and uh, she didn't give me Dennis, but she provided herself. So. She's actually very talented, she very is. charismatic, more charismatic than uh, Dennis. And he's, he thinks so. Yeah. So <laughs> the better half. Yeah. He is the better half. Dennis, if you're listening to this, give Sorry. us a call. <laughs> what, uh, which line are we going to, Judy? Going to line three. Okay. Hi, Carmella. Yes. How are you today? Good, thank you. Where are you? I'm in uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Snowing there? I'm sorry, pardon me? You got snow going on? Is it snowing? Not anymore. It's starting to melt, so I can see the ground. Okay. Spring's on its way, I guess, just around the corner. I have Dr. Debbie here. She can answer your medical questions. What's going on? Well, I actually have uh, two dogs with two situations, but they're sleep-related. I have okay. a nine-year-old Chin Cavalier mix. I got him he, when he was six. He's adopted and or rescued, and he sleeps very soundly. And uh, if you if you have him, he loves to sleep in the bed, and and sometimes uh, he'll sleep in the bed with me, and I'll accidentally hit him with my foot, and he he bites automatically, like it's an oh automatic my. reflex. And I've woken up screaming 
and he's looking at me like, what's your problem? Uh, <laughs> so he's so, not, he's he's not like, recognizing that. No, it's an automatic, it's almost like a natural response. It's not that, okay. um, you know, obviously if I, if he's awake and I, you know, would go to, you know, step on him or, you know, he is afraid of feet, but the, the sleeping thing, he's in a deep sleep and he automatically wakes up or, and snaps and, and he's gotten me in a few times. So okay. I don't know how to mm-hmm. break him of that because it's a sleep issue. Well, and, and that's the first thing that I think we need to talk about is that this does sound to me like a sleep issue. Now, the other question I'd have for you is, does he have any tendency towards seizures? No. Okay, because no. when dogs do this, where it's almost like an involuntary uh, reaction in their sleep, where they're biting, um, acting aggressively, and they're starting off at a deep sleep, and then they're kind of awake like you described. What the heck? Yeah, I didn't do anything. What, what are you waking me up for? Right. That can actually be, in situations, either a seizure, or it can be a condition called an REM, a REM sleep disorder. And um, sometimes it takes a little bit of uh, looking and perhaps even some neurologic testing to f- really figure out uh, which category we might be in. From what you're describing, I think you might have a sleep disorder, though. And um, it is treatable. Now, it is not anything I would encourage you to try to train him against because he is not aware of that, and it's, it is a reflex. It's something that he does not have the ability to stop. Correct. And in those situations, there really are some uh, need for medications to help to control that. Now, the big I guess the big decision to make would be, do you want him to sleep in bed with you? Because that would be the first decision. If the answer is, well, I don't want to medicate my dog, perhaps having him sleep in a different arena on the floor, um, that can help solve the problem without needing to get into a medication. Um, Some dogs will even do like a a padded uh, dog bed or if they're in a crate, will pad that area so they don't hurt themselves. Because some dogs will also do some kind of violent behaviors in their sleep if they have this type of disorder. Um, But otherwise, there are some very good medications. Uh, Clonazepam would be my first choice, but there's other ones, anti-seizure type medicines we might use. Well, he is also very, he he, he gets cranky when he's tired and he's, it's hard for him to respond. Like most dogs are alert. They have like a, you know, if they hear someone at the door uh, or if they hear me moving, they get up. You know, he's kind of sluggish to wake up. It takes him a while to kind of consciously wake up and go, oh, hello, you know, this is what's going on. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, we don't understand a lot of these disorders in dogs, but what we learn from humans, we can kind of drag over to the veterinary world. And people who have sleep disorders, are they're definitely mentally dull at times. They, you know, they may not be the most alert in daytime settings. So we can expect that dogs might have that same thing. So, so yeah, I'd say we got some, some work there. And, and you okay. mentioned your other doggie had a problem as well? Yes, I have a, uh, he's an eight-year-old Cocker Spaniel. I've had him for since he was four, and again, when he, he's more alert and he, he doesn't have the same biting problem, what he does is when he gets tired or overtired and he goes to bed, uh, he will wake my husband and I up in the middle of the night with this very, very loud wail, like a howl, uh-huh. and, um, and he's woken us up before, and we'll go and see what's wrong, and he's like, well, I don't know, you know, he didn't even know he was doing it, and he doesn't make mm-hmm. the sound ever when he's awake. And it, and it happens, um, you know, like say once a month, he'll have this loud wail, and it's like this really—it's almost like a scream, like it's like like a bone chilling thing. Because I don't really know, you know, I was scared at first, but now I'm used to it. But it's still startling. Um, oh sure, it's very yeah. loud, and and that's in- really. 
Okay, and that kind of, if it's infrequent once a month, you know, maybe we don't really have a organic problem going on. Dogs, we know, dream. So, you know, if he's having a real active dream, either physically moving or vocalizing, that may be normal for him. And I can tell you, my one Labrador, I cannot sleep in the same room as him because he'll start kicking, paddling, and he starts vocalizing. So he sleeps uh, downstairs and I sleep upstairs. <laughs> um, and that's just how we deal with that. Now, if it were something more of a problem... Yeah, then maybe we'd talk about, you know, medication. But you know what? I don't, I don't know if I could probably convince myself that he's got a, a, a medical problem. Um, he's probably just a real active sleeper in that situation. So put the earplugs in or have him sleep on the floor, too. Right, right. I just, okay, no, I appreciate that. I just didn't know if he was having, like, a night terror or some kind of psychological thing where it's the same how. It's, and he does dream, you know, like a normal dog. But it's just an odd thing where it's so loud when he vocalized. Um, yeah. Okay. Thanks, Carmela. Right. We appreciate it. Give him a hug for him from all of us here at oh, Animal Radio. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Bye bye now. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to talk to any one of the dream team. Could be Doctor Debbie, Dog Father Joey Volani, Bobby, Animal Communicator Joy Turner. Phones are lining up for her today. Susan Sims or Britt Savage, Vinnie Penn. We're all here. The first voice you hear is Judy. She's actually screening a call right now. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Blue Buffalo, makers of healthy and holistic natural food for dogs and cats. You love them like family, so feed them like family with Blue. And this is this is especially pertinent where we could have the webcam so you can see Bobby in her little booth, her little hermetically sealed booth as she tweets away. It's Blue. It she, is blue. she has a blue lava lamp. She has she, last week she had green. She was preparing for St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day, Day a little early, I thought. So she's uh, she's put the blue lights back up mm-hmm. in uh, celebration of blue the blue buffalo. They now have a 100% grain free food, no gluten, and you know if you're like me, you're allergic to gluten. Mm-hmm. Your your animals can be too. Yeah, there are some big reactions. It's hard to find a food. Make sure they're getting all the meaty loves. 100% grain free recipe. It's blue buffalo. Thanks, guys. This is Animal Radio. As you all know, many, many emails. I would like to address two most common for the last few weeks, okay. which I received. People asking me, Vlad, what the heck dog training color you are always recommending? And my answer would be Herm Springer. It's a German. Herm Springer dog training colors. Very humane, very gentle. Create a gentle grip through the neck. Imitate a doggy mama bite. Will not hurt, will not harm your pets. And this is the would be starting point of dealing with unruly pets. I highly suggest you get for your little terrorist yeah, he color. Have a very bad attitude. We can keep complaining or we can take the actions. This is the only color I solely approve. They are very humane. What is the name of it? Prong color with quick release by company Herm Springer. And that's spelled H-E-R-M-S-P-R-E-N-G-E-R. And, of course, we have links at the Animal Radio website. Got it. Sometimes people are crazy. Dogs are okay. That's for sure. <laughs> One of the joys of owning a dog is going places together. Kurgo's award-winning line of pet travel products makes this easier and safer for your pet. The Kurgo line includes everything from a backseat barrier, which keeps Fido in the back seat, to an auto zip line to keep your dog secure. And for the little guys, Kurgo has a Skybox booster seat, which provides them with a clear view of the road. If you're going somewhere with your dog, visit Kurgo.com. That's K-U-R-G-O.com. 
Does your pet become anxious when you leave the house? Do certain sounds like thunder or sirens cause your pet to feel uneasy? If your pet barks excessively or is an out-of-control chewer, you'll find the solution in Classic Cuts by Music My Pet. The principal performer for Disney's Baby Einstein has created Classic Cuts with special sounds to help calm, soothe, and relax your pet. A calm pet is a happy pet. To order your Classic Cuts, visit www.musicmypet.com or call 1-877-PET-CALM. Celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. And the whole gang is here. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Dog father Joey Volani with your dog questions. Bobby Hill working on news. And she's the uh, social networking butterfly twittering over there. How many followers do we have now there? We're up to, let me give you the tally at this moment. Because it keeps increasing. We're so popular. Every uh-huh. time our show airs, yeah, sure. we get more and more followers. And, uh-huh. and we're on our way to 200. We're at, we're at 148 right now. 148,000 followers. On, wow, that's uh, a lot. No hell. Huh? 148 million? 148. Wait a second. I don't understand how Craig Ferguson, he gets, uh, what, uh, 100,000 in two weeks? He started. We've been doing it for a while. What's that about? Because our our listeners, they're too involved with their animals to Twitter. Oh, is that it? Is that that it? No? (laughs) No, but I'm going to go with that story and stick with it. Here's what we got to do. We got to hook up with Craigie and get him to to endorse us, and then we'll get all his 148 Ah. million followers. That's the plan. You know how we're going to get more followers How? is when How? this dog tweeting thing comes out. Oh, All the, the dog dogs tweets. are going to oh, follow absolutely. us. Absolutely. As soon as that app is available, yep. we're going to be very big. There you dogs. go. You know, I was socially awkward as a kid, so figuring out this whole social thing right Were? now is, yeah, oh, yes, still, still socially awkward. Of course, Bobby, you also uh, did a little extra work, background work uh, this uh-huh. last week for a show that will be Gotta on. Gotta pay the bills. FX? You don't know the name yet, or Bobby. it might change the name. It may change, but it's coming up on the FX network this fall. And, of course, that's the same network that Rescue Me is on. And Rescue Me is on trying to show. bring this all around. Yeah, you're very good, Hal. <laughs> you're working real hard at yeah. it, Hal. And, of course, Rescue Me, you have Dennis Leary and uh, his wife, Ann Leary. Hi, Ann. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Very good. I didn't realize this, but you're a big animal lover, aren't you? I'm a huge animal lover. Yes, I am. Tell yes. Me, who do you have at home? Well, we have four dogs and three horses at present. That <laughs> changes, huh? We're working I on like keeping how she it qualified. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're working on keeping it at that level. Although we have to keep the, uh, my animal hoarding tendencies in yeah. check at all I, times. I understand that too. All, we we do that here. Now, are some of the animals Dennis's? Some of them yours? They're all ours, but we do have a dog, Lulu, who is. Just besotted with Dennis. She uh, she loves him. She pines for him during the week when he's not here, and Aww. it really it's, it's really something. She just is devoted to him, and unfortunately, she's a very big dog. She we took her in the city a few times. It was really she she's not she was a rescue dog from Louisiana, and it was too stressful for her. So she has to be out in the farm with us during the week and can't be in the city. But uh, she loves him, and you know they all love him. He's a total people don't Aww. know this, but Dennis Dennis actually can't watch Animal Planet. It because oh. he's afraid of seeing any animal cruelty ever. It's oh. really upsetting yes. to him. He doesn't even when they're rescuing them. I, I'm, I'm there with that. Is like that ASPCA commercial makes me cry every time yeah, I see yeah, it. Yeah, it's yeah. too emotional for me. I'm yeah. a wimp. So who's a bigger uh, hoarder? Dennis is a wimp. Who's a bigger hoarder, you or Dennis? Well, Dennis would 
just live with what I, you know, if we had one dog, that'd be fine. But I'm, I'm kind of always, you know, I'm around animals. I'm working on a book about um, people and their relationships with animals. Really? And I blog. The reason I'm writing the book is I blog frequently about animals. And um, I, because of that, a few publishers have approached my agent saying, why doesn't she write a book? Because that seems to be what she likes to really, really uh, write about. And the reason I started my website was to promote a novel I wrote a couple years ago. And I was supposed to be blogging constantly about this novel and all I ever blogged about were our animals and uh. other animals I met. <laughs> She's <laughs> one of us. Yeah, I, I got a brand new camera and I realized just a, a couple of years after I got that that all the, the pictures, pictures were of, of animals. my animals. The animals, I, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so it, that because of that and so a lot of my blog readers are animal people and they want, you know, they love to see the, the pictures of the animals and um, so doing research for this book I've started visiting a lot of animal rescue organizations and I work with them therapeutic riding uh, um, with the handicapped. And so, yeah, it's, I, I blog about all that stuff. When's the book coming out? Well, <laughs> I don't know when it's coming out yet. It's um, it's just <laughs> been submitted to my agent this week, so oh. she's sending it out to these different various publishers that um, have uh, approached us about this book <laughs> based on my now, blog. See, you- you did exactly what they asked you to do, Anne. So I'm I'm feeling good things about this. I can't yeah, wait yeah. for it to be published. It's really, it's really fun. I've written two. I've had two other books published, but this is really my. This is what I love, and I um, I the book. The focus of the book is um, really you know people's the the kind of interspecies love um, between people and animals, and the, um, something I found on the internet that I thought was fascinating that is. Um, that is in this book is um, I found a couple of instances just in recent years of dogs that rescued babies in really poor yeah. areas. One was in Africa. Uh, uh, this dog was hunting for food, very poor area. Uh, start dog with puppies came across a baby that had just been born and abandoned, a human baby. Carried this baby across a very busy road through barbed wire a long distance back to a shed where it lived and placed it with its puppies. Later, you know, people found it, and she, oh. this, this dog saved this baby's life. And then just like a year later, the same thing happened in a rural part of Argentina. These were just a few years ago. So it really made me realize that a lot of these, you know, children raised by wolf stories, I'm sure these legends were based on real things that probably happened. Oh. And I'm interested in kind of that the need to nurture um, each other isn't maybe just one way with us and our animals, that they, 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 they've evolved in such a way that they feel the need to um, bond with us in a really primal way. Mm. So that's what I'm writing about. Are your animals, now we have, uh, we have Coco, who's a, a chihuahua, right? Right, yeah. Now, is that yours or Dennis's? <laughs> she's our daughter's, and she, she's part chihuahua. She might be, have some papillon or something. Well, she, we think she's part hamster, actually. She's the smallest dog. <laughs> do you dress him up, or does she dress him up? Or do no, 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 no. We don't do clothes for the dogs. We Thank do God, Anne. Oh, it gets cold a, there. She's not a great dog for out here because we have hawks and predators, so she, she, really, you know, uh, she can't yeah. run with the other dogs. She needs to be walked carefully on a leash. And protected all the time, but um, and then we have our uh, Daphne, who's a Labrador poodle mix. Uh, Labradoodle. Otherwise known as a Labradoodle, and we have Lulu, who is a Saint Bernard Airedale mix. And wow! She, yeah, and so and we've had wolfhounds. We've had uh, many varieties of rescue mutts over the years, and um, so right now this is our pack of wonderful uh, girl dogs that we have. And um, and then I've got my three horses yeah. too. Isn't it true that Dennis, uh, when he hit it big time, he got the horses right? 
Well, he got me a horse. It was my lifelong dream. All my oh, life, you know. That's I didn't, the nicest. Isn't that nice? Oh. It was my yes. lifelong. All I ever wanted was a horse from the day I, I you know, and it, we didn't live in a situation where I was, you know, could have horses growing up. So that is what he did. Once you know, we paid off our debts. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so See, and first purchase it. after debt, horsey. That's a exactly, good thing. exactly. So did the dog sleep in bed with you? They do. Oh, I know. No. Uh, how does that go over? Is that okay? Oh yeah, oh yeah, we love it. Well, the, the, the biggest one is Lulu, and she has, um, you know, she has hip problems. We we rescued this dog at nine months old. She needed two hips replaced, which have subsequently oh, been replaced. Jeez. She was the most expensive rescue anyone's ever oh, had. But we, lo- you know, she's lucky she found us. We're lucky she found us. And but she can't get up on the bed. Is the bottom line. So she's the one that doesn't sleep on the bed. The other ones do. And there's room for all of us. We've got a king size bed. It sounds like I was to say, as long as you have a big enough bed, it's yeah. no problem. Yeah, really. I, I, I don't have that at home. I'm, like, always trying to find a place on the bed to, to lay down. Because They're very I, accommodating. Ours will move and arrange themselves for us very in, in a very polite way, I have to say. They understand we need to stretch our legs. That's the difference between cats and dogs, Hal. You got cats. They don't accommodate you. You oh, accommodate yeah. oh, them. Oh, no. ah, That's what happens. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, so we'll look for the book. And, of course, uh, I remember Outtakes from a Marriage, a very funny book, by the way. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, no dogs in that book, weirdly enough. But, yeah. And I also wrote a memoir about um, our son who was born um, in London by accident um, years ago when we were very broke and uh, very young. And uh, that's called... Um, an innocent abroad, an innocent comma abroad, like a woman. So, uh, the, I wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a, that was my first memoir, and this is this animal book will be part memoir. It'll be partially about an, our animals, and then um, partially about other people and their relationships with do, their do, and, and where, whoops, where can they follow you on your blog? Yes. You say you oh, blog I'm a at annleary.com backslash blog, and I am going to tweet. Instantly, as soon as we get off the phone, I'm going to tweet about you guys. I can't believe how you need you need a lot of lot more followers, and I love to Twitter. I'm on all the time. Exactly. All right, yes. follow us, and we'll follow you. In. Yeah, I'm going to follow you and tweet out there and get you guys cool. followers because there's so many animal people that tweet about their animals. It's... Oh, absolutely, awesome. Now, do, you, do you do you feel any competition with uh, with your husband? I mean, he just didn't he? He has a new book out called Why We Suck. Oh yeah. No, 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 no. I can't compete with that. That was a huge bestseller. Are you kidding? No. No, but it is funny. I, I don't know if you know how I ended up on this show. But Judy had emailed me to get Dennis on. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so uh, no, I said, well, what about Dennis? I, I pulled a, a real Lucy Ricardo move there. Well, you know what? You're more fun, I think. Yeah, I'm having much more fun. I thought I had don't to get Dennis, that, too. Though. But, um, yeah, so... Um, what was the question? <laughs> blogging. There was, there was blogging. No blogging. I wrote Twittering. You. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna put all that information, uh, your Twitter, your address, uh, your personal information, all of your that phone up at animalradio.com. <laughs> so people can learn. Oh, now, when your nice. book comes out, we want to know about this, and we want you back on. We want oh, you back I'll on. definitely come back on. Absolutely, and I'm kind of um, blogging a, a lot of the. You know, I'm blogging along the way. I'm doing a lot of research into these various animal rescue um, organizations, and um, you know, the kind of the the um, pit bull explosion is kind of something I'm interested in right now, and so um, yeah. So keep if, if I blog about it every day. This stuff, <laughs> it's like you know, it's a kind of my thing. And so uh, check it out if, if anyone's interested in reading about animals. And people also uh, really, I have some amazing followers on my blog who are very knowledgeable animal people, and so I get a lot of um, animal information from people that that read the blog. Well, I'm going to go check it out as soon as this break comes up here.
I'm going to go check it out. And then we'll put the links to all of that uh, over at AnimalRadio.com. And thank you so much for joining us today. Great. Thanks for having me. Okay. Give a hug to everyone over there, okay? Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Hold on there for a second. What do you think of that there, Bobby? She's a nice gal, isn't she? She was much more entertaining than Dennis would have ever been, huh? You know, he's probably going to hear this, Hal, and he's going to be able to find you. (laughs) But let him contact He can email us at uh, yourvoice at AnimalRadio.com. Dennis, I'll hold him while you hit him. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. What is a hairball anyway? And why are cats always throwing them up? Hairballs are just that, balls of cat hair. Cats regurgitate hair in food products they can't digest. There are actually two types of hairballs. Cats make one type in the back of their throat and another in their stomach. Both feel equally as disgusting when you step on them in the middle of the night. You can cut down on hairballs by brushing your cat often or using one of the many hairball remedies at a pet supply store. Make sure you have your cat checked out by a vet if you think the vomiting is not hairball related. But hairball tossing is perfectly normal, even in a healthy cat. So watch where you step. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. This is an Animal Radio News Update, brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter, the only litter made from whole kernel corn. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Trial is underway in the Catskills for a prominent breeder of thoroughbred horses accused of animal cruelty. Ernie Paragailo is being charged with multiple counts of animal cruelty in connection with a raid on an upstate New York farm last April in which 177 horses were seized. Animal welfare investigators and state police said the horses were seriously malnourished. Paragallo's lawyer says he will present evidence that the horses were properly cared for. Paragallo, meantime, has been stripped of all horse racing privileges in New York by the State Racing and Wagering Board and the New York Racing Association. And from the Too Stupid for Words file Ah. comes the story of Playgirl and admitted dog killer Michael Vick. According to Life and Style magazines, the owner of Playgirl has offered the NFL backup quarterback seven figures to pose bare-ass naked that, of course, donate the money to animal welfare groups. Ah. According to a Playgirl spokesperson, quote, it's kind of a win-win situation, end quote. (laughs) No word yet from Vic on whether or not he'll peel it all off for pets. And Titan the Great Dane is no longer recognized as the world's tallest dog. That title now belongs to Giant George, a 250-pound blue Great Dane who lives in Tucson. According to the Associated Press, the folks at Guinness World Records were getting conflicting stats on just who was the tallest of the dogs. So they sent out their own judge. He did some measuring. Titan came up an inch short. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Get more breaking animal news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter with a tip for keeping your pet safe. Watch out for objects that your pet may ingest like yarn, string, dental floss, and ribbons. Although these objects appear harmless, they can cause an intestinal obstruction and can be fatal. Get more tips from Dr. McPete at www.worldsbestcatlitter.com slash radio.
This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Safeguard Canine Dewormer. Did you know that your dog could have intestinal worms even if he's on a heartworm prevention program? For more complete protection, deworm your dog twice a year with Broad Spectrum Safeguard Canine Dewormer. To find out more, visit www.safeguardfordogs.com. This is Animal Radio. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Kurgo. One of the joys of owning a dog is going places together. Kurgo's award-winning line of pet travel products makes this easier and safer for your pet. If you're going somewhere with your dog, visit Kurgo.com. That's K-U-R-G-O.com. Did you bring your dog with you skiing there, Doc? Uh, no, no, I'd be afraid. <laughs> They'd be after like chasing everyone, thinking they had something in their hand to retrieve. So it would be a very bad scene. <laughs> well, you, of course, uh, you're, I've never seen your face so red. It looks like you're blushing right now, but it's well, a wind burn, of course right? I am. <laughs> but no, it's, it, I mean, had such a great time. Uh, what a great uh, physical activity, and I feel really old now because now I'm like uh, popping the Advils <laughs> to pay for it all. Well, actually, I feel much older than you because I don't even ski anymore. I, that was like in the youth when... Tickets were ten dollars when I, I sound Boy. like an old. Wow, you're very different yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Joey Volani is here today. He's answering your uh, dog dog father questions, your dog behavior questions. I don't think he's a skier. We'll have to ask him. Have you have you had a chance to really sit down and talk with him yet? It, no, I haven't. I've seen him passing around. I just, I have, you know, you know how it is. Busy doc running every di- direction. <laughs> yeah. If you get a chance to, he's looking for good Italian food. And uh, we, we simply just don't have it around here. And no. uh, he's, he's missing Jersey because of this. Yeah. Let's uh, hit line three. We've given it no attention today. Hi, Bobby. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Where are you? Well, right now I'm in Illinois. Are you a driver, a truck driver? Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, that's my dad, sir. You just call me Hal. You know what? We're on a first-letter basis. You just call me just like that if you want. I've got Dr. We Debbie. We call him Hey You yeah. here. Get out of my way is usually what they say. i got Dr. Debbie here. She can answer your medical questions. Hi. Hi. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, I have a cat. She's three years old, and I rescued her, and... Uh, She's afraid of everything. Uh, she's my sister lives with me, and she does not leave my sister's side more than two feet. She's always with her. She has to go to the bathroom with her, but if anybody comes in the house, she runs and hides. And sometimes she even hides from me. Hmm. Okay. So she's a true scaredy cat, then, huh? <laughs> yes. Yes, she okay. is. <laughs> Oh, and are there other kitties or other animals in the home? Yes, I have two more. And there are two other kitties? Yes, there's two more kitties. Okay. One that I had before I got her, and then the last one, uh, we rescued her about a year ago. Okay. And has she always been this way, or is that a dynamic that you noticed that changed when, say, the third cat was added to the home? No, she's always been that way. Always been. Okay. And you say she's afraid of everything. You mean, is there like, is it noises? Is it just people? Uh, what type of scenarios Noise, set her off? Noises, people, anything will set her off. Okay. And what does she do then? Well, she goes and hides, 
Uh, we took in, uh, we have a little stand and we put like a curtain over it and she'll run under there, but she okay. won't come out so she doesn't hear anything. Okay. <laughs> what she can't see doesn't bother her, right? Kind of the ostrich technique of uh, dealing yeah. with things. Okay. Well, you know, kitty anxiety, there's a lot of other questions we could probably delve into, kind of getting into the kitty psyche here. Um, but some basic things, when we have a really fearful, anxious cat, we look at things in the environment that might set that off. Is it a matter that things that are new to her, sounds, is it the activities of any human in this home outside of her norm, those type of things we want to try to work with as much as possible, but yet empower her to cope with that. So that's a big technical way of saying we're going to help her out here. But some things I would recommend, number one would be, I always like to make sure the kitty's in good health. Uh, so a good vet check and even just making sure that, you know, even some current lab work is in line um, just to make sure we're not dealing with any kind of health issue. Um, because, and the reason I mentioned blood work is many times there's things we can try to help the kitty with an anxiety problem and one of the therapy steps might include drug therapy so that would be kind of on the first part of where I'd start off from there I like to use kitty pheromones which are the scent hormones um, that are not really a medicine but something you kind of plug into the wall or spray around the home and they help to have a calming effect on the kitty that's a very nice thing to try for kitties with anxiety um, I like to empower them in kind of what you've done cats love hiding places so if we can give her her vertical uh, confidence. So basically kitty trees where she can get up higher and feel safe where she can watch her environment and maybe not retreat to under a bed or in a closet. That's one step that we can help her cope with this. So perches, um, all those kind of kitty trees can be very useful for that. And we want to reward her when she's not being nervous or anxious. So in a cat, you know, it's a little bit challenging, but especially for your sister, when she's being calm, that's when we want to really pull out the treats, reward her. If she loves, loves brushing, reward it her in that positive way and all of those things aside some cats are never super social so if that's how she is and we're okay with where she's at and she seems happy otherwise you may not need to do anything beyond what I've already mentioned but for other kitties where it gets to that extreme then we will look at drug therapy and um, there's a lot of good products out there takes a little finding what works for an individual kitty, but um, whether it's just an anxiety problem or a urine marking, those type of issues, we can help the kitty cope with a little bit of happy drugs. And it takes a little time, but that might be another avenue that we can go with uh, with your kitty here to help her out. We do have the cat tree, and we have her hiding space, you know, and... Uh... So, and I take her to the vet every year, and they did mm-hmm. do blood work last year, and everything was fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if, if really you feel that her behavior is to the point where it's really affecting her happiness, then, you know, I would say pick up that phone and say, hey, you know, Doc, um, you know, I know everything checked out good, the blood work was great, but she's just not thriving, um, and ask them about um, potentially if, if we need to look at drug therapy because it really is an underutilized um, tool for cats to help them through some of these problems. So good luck with that, and, and hope she, she gets her little tail wagon and uh, she can feel a little bit happier in her surroundings. Thank you for the call, Bobby. Bobby, can I uh, give you some world's best cat litter, a bag of world's best cat litter? Can I send that to you? Sure. Okay. I have a bag of world's best cat litter. It is the uh, litter that's made of whole kernel corn. Get her address. You get her address? Good. I'm sorry. I didn't want to disconnect her first. If you want to get a $3 coupon off world's best cat litter, 
head on over to AnimalRadio.com and hit the world's best cat litter banner. It's good stuff. We've been using it for a long time, for years. We, we haven't changed the litter in years. That's how good it is. No, we have changed the litter. <laughs> we hope you've changed. <laughs> You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Vinny Penn coming back at you on Animal Radio with the Party Animal segment. Um, this one tops them all. Gotta tell you, invitation in the mail the other day. Invitation, not even email. Postage paid to my wife. She was invited to a birthday party for her friend's cat. Now, one, I've been telling her for ages, this girlfriend of hers, she's passed the, she's, she's crossed the line. She's passed the point of no return. She's in her 40s. This cat is the love of her life. It's just her, the cat, a quilt, and a big jug of Ben and Jerry's. That's it. Oh, and she knits. I mean, this is it. This cat is her life. And that's great. But to throw the cat a birthday party, is the, that is a cry for help. I told my wife, you're not a good friend. This is a cry for help, and you're not responding to this. And like I said, maybe if she emailed it, stamps were put on these. Are people going to show up? Are they going to sing it to this cat? Are they going to say, how old are you now? And expect the cat to scratch out. Oh, what does she do? She's three. Be a good friend. Take the invitation to your local therapist. Write your friend's phone number on it or address. And get a straight jacket fitted. Vinnie Penn, Party Animal, Animal Radio. This is Animal Radio. One of the joys of owning a dog is going places together. Kurgo's award-winning line of pet travel products makes this easier and safer for your pet. The Kurgo line includes everything from a backseat barrier, which keeps Fido in the back seat, to an auto zip line to keep your dog secure. And for the little guys, Kurgo has a Skybox booster seat, which provides them with a clear view of the road. If you're going somewhere with your dog, visit Kurgo.com. That's K-U-R-G-O.com. Listen closely. Did you hear that? That's the sound of peace of mind. Peace of mind that comes in convenient, pre-measured packets of Safeguard K9 Dewormer. Just sprinkle the granules on your dog's food twice a year to protect him against the major types of canine intestinal worms. Monthly heartworm prevention programs alone are not enough. Find out how to get the upper hand on intestinal worm infections by visiting www.safeguardfordogs.com. We get lots of food samples here at Animal Radio, so we can be picky about selecting a healthy food. If you're a regular listener, you know Ladybug is one finicky diva. When we got a sample of Stella and Chewy's, the healthy ingredients were there, but would she eat it? I'm here to tell you she ate it as fast as we put it down and begged for more. We feel good about feeding our dog Stella and Chewy's, and we want you to try Stella and Chewy's too. Visit StellaandChewy's.com or call 888-477-8977. That's 888-477-8977. As your best friend settles into middle age and shows signs of slowing down, SeniorPetProducts.com is there to help your senior pets live to the fullest by providing the latest news, information, and products for health, wellness, comfort, and mobility. At SeniorPetProducts.com, you'll find everything your aging pets need from vitamins and supplements to diapers, boots, and accessories that'll make their senior years more comfortable, all at the lowest prices available. Thousands of products for the life of your pet. SeniorPetProducts.com. Who let the dogs out? Who let the dogs out? 
Oh, looking down at Ladybug, the studio stunt dog. She this is her favorite song. She always looks up. She wakes up from her nap whenever she she hears this song. She is a diva. Let me see. She's a finicky dog. And it's, for a while, it was really hard to find a good food that she liked. You know, she'd find a food, and then a week later... Oh, she, she was she, she, she was very it. thin. It was hard to get her to eat. And, uh, well, that's, that's all changed. We got a sample of Stella and Chewy's here. We get lots of samples. You could probably get a dozen a day mm-hmm. of samples here. And so we try this Give Stella... Give me some. Yeah, well, here. <laughs> here. You can okay. take some home. And try this Stella and Chewy's on your dogs, okay? What's your dog's name again? I forget. There's three of them. I have Miles, Miles, Buster, and Simon. And then you also have a cockatoo, too. I have Gurney the cockatoo. I didn't name him. Don't laugh with Gurney. I got Gurney <laughs> with the name Gurney. Gurney is in like, uh, 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 like uh, a hospital Gurney? No, it's, you know what? She was named after a general, a general Gurney. General the, the Gurney. The people who had the bird before me were in the military. And thankfully, uh-huh. it doesn't talk, because can you imagine the potty mouth they had around <laughs> Joey Volani? Anyway, Stella and Chewy's is the food that she selected. We uh, we let her try it. We figured we'd let her try it for a week, and then she figured she'd burn right, out on it. As but usual. she didn't, and we knew that the healthy ingredients were there. We found out that she would eat it uh, weeks on week's end. She's still eating it today. In fact, we just opened up the container, and she comes running. She loves this stuff. It comes in little hamburger-like patties. It's freeze-dried. It's and in it, like a Ziploc bag? The raw diet that you hear about, this is what that's all about, but they freeze-dry it so you don't have to keep it uh, in, a, in a refrigerator or anything like that. It's USDA-inspected meat, raised naturally with no added hormones or antibiotics. We'd like to share it with you, so I'd like to give you a sample of it right now. You can head on over to the AnimalRadio.com website and hit the link, Stella and Chewy's, and find out how to get your free sample. All you have to do is send us a self-addressed stamped envelope. The address is there. Let your dog try it out. Maybe even your cat, too. Cats love it, too. Oh, they won't stay out of the bowl. And if you were like us, you, you figure, well, this is good stuff, good food. It's really easy. I don't have to open up a can every time. You know, if you're into that green environmental thing mm-hmm. and you're opening up a can every time you feed your animal, those cans can pile up. I remember as a joke, we used to do that. We'd pile all the cans in the corner <laughs> just to see how many cans we could get. We don't do that anymore because Stella and Chewy's uh, doesn't come in a can because it is freeze-dried in a Ziploc bag. You open it up, take it out, hydrate it. The animals absolutely love it, and it is the official food of Ladybug the Studio Stunt Dog here at Animal Radio. The website is StellaAndChewies.com. You can call them at 888-477-8977. If you want the free sample, don't call them at that number. You head on over to our website, get all the information, and we'll send you a free sample back. That's AnimalRadio.com. Stella and Chewies. That sounds Italian, Joey, doesn't it? Stella and Chewy's. Stella and, it does. It does sound Italian. Stella and Chewy's. I might try it myself. Well, you know what? They have this chicken treat, and the ingredients I read on the side. I do this every time I, I, I talk about them. The chicken treat ingredient? Chicken. That's all. There's there's nothing else in it. They just freeze-dry chicken breast. Oh, and they love it. You, you know what I like? It sounds real easy. Yes, it is. Well, I don't know if it's easy to freeze-dry, but it's easy to... It's easy for us. Yeah, you know, it's, easy, it's easy to serve to your animals. And if you're a trucker... Exactly. If you're listening on XM, if you travel across the country, this is an easy food for you. Stellan Chewies. There you go. one 405 to talk to Dr. Debbie, her dog father, Joey Volani, Bobby Hill, or animal communicator, Joey Turner, Susan, Vinnie, Britt, Judy, or Dubois. We're all here for you. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Hey, this is Miles Owens for Animal Radio, and you know what you got to do. Be good to your pets. Baby Israel. This is Animal Radio. 
You can hear that on the air? I can. Is that your stomach over there growling? It is. It's coming through your headphones. It's coming through actually through my, my headphones now. Wow. Well, I'm I hungry. Know. Joey's talking about all this Italian food. And he was talking about eating Stella and Chewy's, too. <laughs> oh, damn hungry. That's all I can say. <laughs> Do you dress up any of your animals there, Joey? You know, I hate to say it, but we do. We you do. do. Thank and you. Yeah, we do. And you know what? They love it. They, they absolutely do. go crazy. My wife will take out, and we, you know, we can't really do it too much here in California anymore like we did in Jersey, but in New Jersey, when it would get cold out, she'd take out a sweater, and the dogs would cry because they want it on, <laughs> their legs up. I mean, it's really, I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. They, they actually go crazy for it. They love it. My little ladybug, when I get her little sweatshirt out, she actually gets and jumps up on the chair so I can put it on. And I put it on her head, and she puts her little legs through the little uh, slots. The purple outfit is beautiful. Oh, the Scarlet Dream Coat? Yeah, that's It really is. That's uh, oh. one of the top picks for our new yes. pet product special coming up here in a couple of weeks on Animal Radio. Oh, you should see her strut around in that coat. <laughs> now, do you think that's over the edge, Joey? I think it is just a little bit, but maybe I'm wrong. You know what? I don't think so. I like it. I like fashion on with, with dogs. Thank it opens you. up a new world. Whatever floats your boat, and you know what? I like it. Okay? Thank you, Joey. Well, we're going to be giving away one of these Scarlet Dream Coats in our new pet product special. Of course, we give away one of everything we talk about, and that's coming up in a couple of weeks here on Animal Radio. You lucky dog, you. <laughs> Dr. Debbie's here answering your vet medical questions. Dog father Joey Villani, Bobby Hill, animal communicator Joy Turner, Susan Sims, and Vinnie Penn, and Britt Savage. We're all here to answer your questions, help you celebrate your connection with your pet. I see Michael Vick is in the news again. Uh, go away. Apparently he's taking off his clothes and it'll be for the pets. I, that sounds a little weird, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. No, he's doing it to raise money. But can he find a different way to raise money for pets? <laughs> Let's see. Uh, let's go to Rick. Hey, Rick. How are you? I'm good. Where are you, where are you today? <laughs> I'm in Kentucky right now. I'm a truck driver, and I'm on my way to North Carolina. Do you travel with your pet? Oh, yes. Yeah, he's he's here. I, I just stopped for the day, so he's looking around trying to see people in the truck stop. Is he is he okay? Is he healthy? Is there something wrong? I'm kind of concerned. Yeah, well, he, he is. He's really is healthy, but we're having some problems with his ears. Um just occasionally, I guess, cockers or have oh, ear problems. Oh, yes. Yeah. Well known. It's like the sticker that they don't advertise on that sticker when you buy the cockers. <laughs> you get them. Ear problems. So what do you have going on with the ears? Well, um, I, it, it's sort of a, a chronic condition that, um, you know, it, it, he'll shake his head and it, it has sort of an odor. Um, and I've, I've he, he gets it about maybe every six months. And what I have some... Uh, Oh, Zymlox, is that what it's called? Um, it's uh, eardrops that I put in. I uh, mm-hmm. got it from the vets. And, and um, you know, it clears it up right away. But I was wondering if there was anything that I could do that would kind of... Um, prevent it from coming back. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And, you know, I'd say the the two first things that I would say is that the most common problems with ear infections are that we just don't quite do everything we can to handle those. So the uh-huh. first thing that I would say is that we always want to make sure we treat aggressively. So sometimes that might mean more than just a topical. And um, it's hard to know in your doggy's particular situation, but um, I'm a real fan of taking a sample of the goo in the ears, looking at uh-huh. under the microscope, and seeing what we got. Because a lot of times we can have a double power, if you will, if we hit with a oral medication as well as putting drops in the ears. Because if there's a lot of swelling or garbage in those ears, 
you know, drops can only sometimes take us so far. So that would be my first suggestion is really treat this aggressively. Find out if we need an antifungal orally, an antibiotic, sometimes steroids. I know we were just talking about that, but sometimes that can be helpful, um, especially if there's allergies that are playing a role. And then the other thing I'd say is uh, the number two problem we have with ear infections is that we don't treat long enough. Um, so yeah. I would encourage you when you're treating with that ear medicine to make sure you follow up with your veterinarian. Have them stick that cone down that ear and give you the green light, the thumbs up, that you're done and over and you've, you've treated effectively to the end of that infection. Because what we see on the outside is only just a third of what's really going on deep in that ear canal. So as pet owners, we kind of look and say, ah, it looks good. We treated it. But it could still be brewing down there. And that can go on weeks or even months. So um, those would be my first two bits of advice for you there. Um, but beyond that, um, as far as staying on top of ear infections, you can do a lot. So say you did all that, you got the end of the ear infection, the vet says, you're good to go. Um, what can you do from there? And a couple things. One would be I definitely like to use an ear wash product on a regular basis. And that that basically is what it sounds like. You squeeze it in the ears. It fills the ear canal. You massage and let him shake it, shake his ears afterwards, and you clean. And we use a wash because dogs' ears are really deep compared to ours, and it's hard uh-huh. to treat that inner ear canal all that way. So that would be one thing. And then the other thing is cocker spaniels, you know, ear infections can be related to allergies. So getting on a hypoallergenic diet might be one other way we can get ahead of a tendency towards ear infections. And there's a lot of different ways we can do that. But those would be some suggestions that I'd have for you there, Rick. Okay. I'd, I'd never, I didn't know about the ear wash. That was, that's a good one. And um, he really has only had it a couple of times, but it's just been within the last year and, and maybe that it didn't clear up completely. But it was about a six-month interval between when I noticed it. Uh-huh. So um, it, yeah. it seemed to be cleared up pretty good, you know. So. Yeah, well, get yourself uh, armed with some regular cleaning agents and stay away from powders. If you talk to groomers, groomers want to sell you powders to put in the ear. Ugh, I hate them because all they do is cake yeah. up that ear with debris. So uh, talk to your veterinarian okay. about a good just cleaning wash, one that will be, uh, pH balance for the ear canal and, and see if that gives you some help there. Thanks so right, much for your call, good. Rick. Wow, I'm tired. I'm going to get out of here. Joey, it's your second week. How did you think it went? It goes quick. It goes too fast. I'm, you know, I'm just getting into the swing of things here and you're throwing me out. <laughs> We're having a lot of fun. We're going to actually, I'm not going to throw you out. We'll you go, can hang around the studio. Yeah, if you want to hang in, have some treats and stuff like that. You yeah. know, this place is, forget about it. It's, it's good. It's a good place. I like it. We want to thank Ann Leary for coming on with us today. If you want to learn more about her uh, website and her blog, all the information about everything you've heard on today's show over at animalradio.com. Remember, you can reach us all week long at one 405 8405 There's an answering machine there during the week. We will get back with you if you have any questions. We yes. definitely want to help you with your problems with your animals. Also, you can email us at yourvoice at animalradio.com. We also all have our own independent email addresses. That's all over at animalradio.com. I know that uh, Joey's is joey at animalradio.com. Generally, I think it's all our first names. Just the first names. First names. We're, we're on yeah. a first name basis here. In fact, I just wanted to be a first letter basis. They didn't like that. I was like, just call me. They didn't yeah, it doesn't work. So we'll see you next week. Have a great week. Go give your pet a big old kiss from all of us here at Animal Radio. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye. Have a great week. This is Animal Radio Network.